Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Peter here and it's time for episode 56 of the PDG Advertising Podcast and today, podcasting live, well, we're always podcasting live, there's no there's no edits. Oh wait, there is edits, we have a podcast editor but they're not major edits. Anyway, we're podcasting from the PDG Advertising office and it is about 8 o'clock on Tuesday the 20th of August uh, 2019 and it's a kind of a cold and drizzly summer day in Belfast there's some looming black clouds over the over them their hills in Belfast and yeah, lots going on in PDG advertising today and yesterday. If you've been following, I wasn't one hundred percent sure if I'd get the the time to do the podcast today. But um, yeah, I, I think it's really uh, important to, and I enjoy it. And it's important to keep up this, you know, the diary or documentation of what it is we're doing, and and just you know to go through and. And share the the journey that we are that we are on. So I had a really great um, day of of doing things, and it's just myself and Anthony in the office today, and we worked out some creative um, things that we've been been doing, and that all sounds very vague. But we we worked on some adverts and some creatives, and a lot of things are starting to to come together. You know, it's busy right now at the PDG Advertising um, Advertising Agency in Belfast here. It's it's really busy and it's not like we've taken on many more clients in the last few months. It's more that I, I'm hoping that it's more that we're adding more value to the customers that we have. Um, something really struck me just as we, we've been going through all of our customers over the last day and, and last week, but like we're even, I mean, even making time for this podcast is is very important. But it we've sidelined this podcast so that we can add value to our to our customers. Um, so if our customers aren't getting value or or we're not, if we've got stuff that we need to do for them, we get it done first before we do the uh, podcast. And I guess that's why this podcast happens at like eight and nine o'clock at night, and sometimes I'm in the apartment and. Um, today I'm here just because you know there's been a lot to do and I've been working on on a lot of stuff, but it's not really good stuff. It's all like quite um, it's quite obvious stuff for a digital advertising agency to be doing. So you know, creating email campaigns, creating Facebook campaigns, troubleshooting, giving some honest feedback to a customer, something that we'll need to we'll need to go into a little bit later on in this podcast where we had to. Um, speak quite frankly about what a what a customer of ours is doing or or was planning to do anyway until they spoke to us. I might still do anyway, but I mean we we need to um, let customers know whenever they're on the right path and definitely flag whenever we feel like they're on the on the wrong path. And all of that sounds like it's adding value to our our customer roster, which is which is great. And the reason why it's great is because I listen a lot to. Gary Vaynerchuk and God, could you imagine if someday that Gary Vaynerchuk would listen to this podcast? That would be pretty. That would be pretty amazing, wouldn't it? 
podcast, PDG fans. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, if you don't know, is really responsible for a lot of what I do, completely indirectly because I've never met him, nor could I meet him right now. Because aside of aside from probably running up and giving him a big like huggers up like that, and getting beaten by security, uh, you just he's, he's very difficult to get. You know, in front of even at a conference, um, and he would be mobbed in the street by people if he was seen. But um, I've listened to not all of his videos, but a lot of them for years. Like followed him for five or I've been following him for about six years at this point. What is it really? Yeah, it's, a, it's about six years of of following what he does and buying his books and listening to his podcast. Not daily. I haven't listened to one for a while. Um, and I'm not sure why I haven't, again, maybe just because we were so busy, but taking some time today to listen to the PD, the, the Gary Vaynerchuk podcast, um, it really, I mean, I'm not ever going to compare myself to him, but on what he does, and just for you, those of you that don't know who he is or what he does, he is a um, digital advertising superstar, like... You know, if my dream is for PDG Advertising to be the number one advertising agency in the world, but I we are definitely not as good as he is, and not as good as his agency is. I'm called Vayner Media, and I'm not sure, you know, how to describe that. But he just operates on a different, faster level than what we do, and it's clear to recognise that. But He's in my sights. He's he's the guy that I would com- I would want to compete with at some point, or to take over him at some point. Actually, no, definitely to compete with him, and um, because we will, without a doubt, overtake him at some point. But is that going to be because he's old and can't do it anymore? <laughs> I mean, is that is that really a victory? I, I don't know if it is. Um, so what I'm what I'm aiming for is we're getting our getting our world together here at PDG Advertising, and then in the future we're able to compete with big big names like like VaynerMedia and Gary Vaynerchuk. Now why why couldn't we why couldn't we have that ambition and why couldn't we we do that I, I don't see any reason why why not who who's out there to stop us or who's to tell us no that you can't. And has anybody ever told us no that we can't? I, I don't think they have. So that's really important. But the reason why I bring bring him up is while I was listening, we were going through our customer list and it felt kind of busy today at a couple of points and yesterday. Um, but he said, you know, stop on the on his podcast. He was doing a Q&A and he was saying, you know, add value to your customers. You know, that that's what you want to do. Instead of, you know, if you want to be in an advertising agency and you want to do well, in order to safeguard your place and do really well, you need to focus on the ROI of your customers, not the ROI of your own business. And you need to invest in the things that are going to make sense for your customers rather than you. And that's how you do well as an advertising agency. And it was really cool. It was like a beacon of light. It was like, yes, that's what we're doing. That's what we're focusing on. That's our business model. And that's how we do things. So I was really pleased about that and it, and it really kind of fired me up throughout the day to, you know, hit things as hard as we uh, could. And it's probably why I'm still here at, uh, at half past eight. But as you know, on the PDG Advertising Podcast, that that's not a rare thing that I'll be, you know, still working a little bit. 
um, a little bit later on, and I'm not complaining about it in any way, shape, or form. I'm lucky and grateful that I'm able to uh, that I'm able to do that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I think I need to jump right into this, and it's really important for anybody that's doing any sort of advertising out there that owns a business or is part of a is part of a business. Um, you can't fake it. You simply cannot fake advertising or running a business it'll always catch up with you and something that happened today with a customer was i got an, uh, a skype message through saying peter can you make sure whenever you're sending out our next email that you um exclude these tags from it now <laughs> I'm not the kind of person to just go, oh yeah, no problem, and just do it. I'm definitely not that person. But I'm even less of that person whenever I own the business that looks after the reputation of our customers and makes sure that we don't do anything stupid on their behalf in terms of um, communication. So whenever I saw that request coming through, uh, it triggered alarm bells for me, and I thought, well, what's going on here? Why would, we do, why would we do that? And then I said, could I just get some more details about what we're trying to do? Like, imagine me saying to another... <laughs> What is another business owner saying? Well, what are you? Hold on a second. What are you doing with your business, sir? Um, it, it's really, it's my business because I make it my business. Um, that business owner, my valued customer, would have every right to turn around and say, "This is nothing to do with you. Um, you uh, just do what I say, and we'll do it that way." Now, thankfully, um, the relationship that we've built up with our customers means that there is absolutely no way that any of them would say that to us because they know that we care about their business and we make sure that we do everything we can to push them forward in a positive, smart, legal, clear, good direction instead of trying to sideswipe or cheat or find a cheat code or a hack to get to get ahead. And I want to just tell you very briefly about hacks and cheats and all of that stuff. None of them work. None of them work. You only get to to where you want to be by putting in the work. I, whenever I started doing digital advertising, I bought followers. I bought email lists. I, well, that's it. But those two things are pretty bad. Back in 2012, um, maybe earlier than that, maybe 2009, whenever Facebook was just starting, it it was all over the internet where, you know, you could buy followers, you could buy likes. And it made sense to me at the time because I thought, okay, well, why don't we just do that and then we'll look more popular than we are. Um, and a lot of people were doing it at the time. I was naive and stupid and dumb and... It was a really dumb, dumb, dumb thing to do, but I didn't realize it at the time simply because I didn't really understand advertising and didn't understand marketing. Take it from someone, take it from someone who, and that someone is me, who has seen people trying to buy followers and buy lists and buy email lists that it never, ever, ever works. And the reason why it doesn't work is because one, buying followers, I don't think buying followers is illegal, but mass emailing out lists definitely skirts on the wrong side of legal in America it's a hundred percent illegal in Europe 
And even if it wasn't, there are two reasons why you should never do it. Because the email providers that you use, they sign up to like email distribution laws and things like that. By buying a list of email addresses, you... Um, am I too far into this, I wonder? Do I need to bring it back a little bit? And I feel like I do. So just for the benefit of, of your, um, your ability to follow this story with my erratic, crazy... Um, jumping all over the place way of um, bringing you through it. So th that customer came to me today and said, just next time you send out the email or the email is scheduled on Friday, just make sure and um, don't make sure and exclude these tags from this list. So you've got a list of, let's say, 10,000 people that we normally send it to. And um, the customers asked me to make sure and exclude it. So I asked for a little bit more details. And before I even asked, I knew what was going on. There was some reason, there were some emails, there are some emails that have been pulled into the list by some method that I don't know about. And because I want to be across their business and understand their business, I needed more details. Um, and I suspected that they'd maybe bought a list from somewhere. And lo and behold, they had bought a list from somewhere. Now look, there are probably reputable list companies that call themselves reputable and allow you to buy lists. But... It's not reputable and it's not a good idea to do it and then dump it into an email system and then expect to be able to promote to send out an email to that list that you've just bought. And the reason is because, I mean, think about it. If you have a list yourself, would you ever sell it? Would you ever sell a list that you have built up? Would you ever sell a quality list, a quality customer list? You definitely wouldn't. You definitely, definitely wouldn't. So who on earth is going to give you a list? For you to then sell why wouldn't they just try to sell on it themselves there's there's no there's no logic to that whatsoever and the reason why i know is because i've been through it i've bought lists and i've sent out emails to it um a very very long long time ago um whenever the regulations you know weren't um as as stringent and the the list providers are very like you know, reputable, like, um, who would they have been? Um, what's, Hoover's is one, I seem to remember. So you buy a list or you get a list from them and you send out to them. But back then you didn't know the obvious issues with sending out, you know, emails to people that who have never come in contact with you. So why, why is it a bad idea? So whenever the customer said to me, look, <laughs> we've done that and we want to try it out. And I said, mm -mm, look, Respectfully, you can do whatever you want to do, but I need to talk to you about this because that's a really bad idea. And I'm going to tell you why it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea because, number one, nobody ever sells a quality list. So you're just sending out the garbage. So under that point, you're sending out an email from your valued email system, mingling that data with clean data that you've acquired yourself. Very, very bad idea. Um, skew your open rates, skew all your rates. Every, everything is it's such a bad idea. You're tarring the domain sending service server emails. I don't know the technical details, but I know that whenever those emails hit empty inboxes, the provider like um, MailChimp or Keep or um, any of those will actually blacklist you, put a blot on your copy or your whatever, whatever you call that. They'll put a black mark beside your name to say, not good. All your future emails could then end up going into spam. Bang, that's a strike against you. That should be enough. That should be enough not to do it. Number two, 
how legal is it to send out emails to people that you don't know that you've paid for in terms of a list? How, how legal is that? It's not legal, so don't do it. That should be enough on its own. So there's two good lists. Two good lists? There's no good lists here. Two good reasons why you shouldn't do it. You need another... Okay, another reason. So reason number three is... It doesn't work. It just simply doesn't work. <laughs> it, has never, it has never worked. There's, there's no business that I know of that has ever claimed any level of success by buying a list and then... Um, sending out a mass email to it. It just, it just has never worked and it will never work. And the logic is there that, you know, if you don't know someone that's emailing you, what do you do? You just bin it. I bin half the emails that people send me that I do know. So what am I going to do to someone that I don't know? I'm actually not even just going to bin it. I'm going to get pretty annoyed. And I, <laughs> I might even send you know them back something saying, don't ever email me again. This is never, you know, that that that's that's the kind of thing that happens. It's such a pointless exercise that you're actually polluting the internet with random spammy emails that you just don't need. You're a spammer. It's a bad idea. So that's the third reason why not to do it. Reason number four. So each of those reasons are enough on their own not to buy email lists or buy followers or buy anything like that. I don't know if it's illegal to buy followers. I don't know how legal or illegal that is. I don't know how much that matters. Um... But here's one reason why not to do it. It teaches you nothing about your ability to attract people to what you do. If you buy a load of followers, you can never say, we attracted those because those people like what we do. You're just not. The, the logic there alone, again, for the fourth time, should say, do not buy an email list and an email out to it. So that's the fourth that should be enough for sure. And as a bonus reason, in terms of buying followers and things like that, there's another reason why not to do that. If you buy a bunch of followers on Facebook or a bunch of likes on Facebook, and you nowadays organic reach is about, goodness, it could be down as low as 3% right now, if not lower, whenever you put a post out to 100 people, maybe only two people or three people could see that um, organically. You need to pay to you need to pay to get people to see the posts that, that you're putting out. So by boosting posts or by adverts or, or whatever you have. If you pay a load, if you pay for a load of followers, what's going to happen to the boosted posts you do? It's going to go to a load of fake accounts. So you're going to be paying, doubly paying for fake accounts to see your posts. So these, these aren't even real people. So, so that's a really bad idea as well. So under the whole topic, and this whole rant of buying for lists and paying for stuff, there are no shortcuts. There is no, here, do this and you'll get ahead. There's, there's, there's none of that. There's none of that. There's only understanding what you're doing. There's only being in the moment. There's only being clear about what you're doing and trying to do your absolute best to understand the environment, understand what you're putting in front of people and understanding the people that you're putting it in front of. That, that's all there is. There are no shortcuts. There are no cheap tricks. There's no easy ways to do it. If there was, everybody would be doing it. And you would be hearing about it. You would be hearing about how all these people um, did really well from doing it. Rant over. Oh my goodness, that podcast went for 19 minutes and that is just me shouting about email addresses. I guess the one thing that I want to be clear about was my customer is wonderful and 
listened to what we had to say and I'm really glad we were able to have that intervention opportunity and let's see it how it, uh, how it, how it pans out because you know the customer is up, it's up to themselves to do whatever they want to do really and um, it's not up to us to you know um, tell the customer what to do it's really up to us to advise and, and make sure we're giving them all the information that they have to do a great job but Again, I'll bring it back to the start. I think that adds a lot of value into into what we um, do. As always, um, I really appreciate you listening. Um, we got a little notification on the phone today saying that more people have been listening to the uh, podcast. So I really appreciate that. So um, thank you. And um, I look forward to the next time. I'm not sure if it'll be tomorrow or, or later on in the week. But look, let's see how we, uh, how we get on. And um, yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Have a great day or evening or morning or or whatever it is that you're that you're doing right now